0: You are listening to Big Trouble in a Little Podcast, and here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. And welcome to the final movie, Resident Evil. This is Big Trouble Podcast, episode 79. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy.
1: I'm Zach.
2: There he He is. is.
0: And welcome. Yeah, so uh, get ready for this movie because uh, I I sure have a lot of things to say about this. But before we get into this, I have
2: two. (laughs) Don't bother.
0: Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Keep it's, going. It's going to go down that road because... Whoo, but anyway, guys, what the hell have you been watching? Andy, let's start with you.
2: Um, I finally got a uh, a company like refinishes anime and releases it in the United States. And they do Kickstarters for it. I finally got Gunsmith Cats. It's just a three-episode OVA. I watched all of that as soon as it turned up. The series is really cool, and I like it, and the illustration is like really specific on the guns and the cars i don't know, I just like it um i got a weird hair up my ass and decided to watch uh an american tale have you guys seen that since you were a kid no
0: I, have, I i only saw it once but yeah
2: it's uh it's like a really good movie like i was kind of surprised because i remember seeing it as a kid mm-hmm. and there's a lot that happens in that movie that i like didn't fully understand and now i do like there's like child slavery and like murder and all kinds of stuff in that movie but um i started watching the tv show the good place it's really funny it's just a half hour comedy Mm -hmm. i think it's from the people who made um parks and rec as well as some other stuff so Mm -hmm. it's pretty funny but most importantly i didn't watch brick and Looper like i said i was going to but i did find time to watch brick it was uh it's what made ryan johnson famous sort of it's um came out in 2005 it's hard to describe it's basically a noir movie but it takes place in a high school the main guy is uh, what's the guy's name joseph gordon it. yeah he's he's a he's the head guy and he's trying to solve the mystery of his ex-girlfriend's disappearance and like it just sounds like just a regular old drama like he's talking to other kids in the school and they're getting wrapped up in drugs and stuff like that but everyone talks like they're in like double indemnity or 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 Laura or one of those classic noirs, you know, long goodbye, big sleep, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. I, I just like there's several times in the movie where I like rolled my eyes because the main character's being like so Philip Marlowe cool, but it's just it's I don't know, it's so interesting. I loved it. It was a really good movie.
0: Nice. Uh, Zach, I'm guessing wrestling and resident evil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like a chlor- I'm like a fucking mind reader I almost said another word that I probably couldn't say because I'm dumb as fuck
1: well I've I've been busy doing stuff around the house kind of thing so I haven't had a lot of free time until uh, yesterday really
0: yeah yeah man I got a lot of stuff on my plate too and it's gonna get really crazy in a couple of weeks um, the VI just been lazy sitting on the couch because my parents are gone so uh they went on vacation that sounded wrong like gone like they passed away or something but <laughs> 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 uh, uh i watched two documentaries i watched um the staircase i watched it again because i totally forgot about it i didn't notice until like the third episode i was like hey i already seen this before but it's, <laughs> but it's about uh, a guy named michael peterson he was a, a novelist and um his wife uh fell down the stairs uh and k- got killed pretty much uh they arrested him but they never could link any evidence of him killing her but they still locked him up because of certain evidence that was very in the gray area so he uh went to jail off of so and so evidence and they pretty much documented it it was really interesting seeing both, you know, the DA and the the lawyers going at it, and all the behind the scenes shit. And then I watched some uh, Ted Bundy documentaries because. Wait, why was the DEA involved? The
2: the what? Wait, did you say DA, not DEA?
0: Yeah, I said DA. I oh, I, I might have said DEA, but. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I watched some Ted Bundy documentaries because that was the next on the list. And um, that's about it. I've been playing too many games more than movies.
2: <laughs> so you've you're been watching, watching a bunch that... of
1: serial
0: killer
2: shit. Yeah. yeah, you're always watching this like true crime serial killer stuff. Have you ever seen the movie The Thin Blue Line? Oh, that's... I've heard of it. No, oh, well, you should see
1: it. It's really good. You like it a lot. Did you see the movie where Zach Efron plays Ted Bundy?
0: Yeah, and uh, we call it... Malkovich is the uh, the judge and stuff. It was pretty good. Uh, again, you know, they always Hollywood it up to make it look yeah. good compared to what really happened. But uh, it was good. Zach Efron plays a pretty good Ted Bundy, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> Surprising.
0: Yeah, well, Zach Efron's pretty good. I mean, he's not the best, but... He'll do, he'll do. But, <laughs> but I really want to get into this fucking dumb movie. Um, let's get into our final Resident Evil movie. Resident Evil, the final chapter. So, again, Alice always has to fucking uh, say things, you know, kind of give you like a recap. But, oh my god, Retribu- from coming from Retribution to this fucking movie does not make sense at all i mean they try to like retcon it pretty much i
2: mean i don't know again what's up
1: i said yeah again they they try to retcon
2: everything yeah every single one of these movies wants to ignore the movies that came before it they never do anything they set up they never like like there's that stupid throwaway line where they're like you thought he gave you your powers back but he didn't Why? Why would he have bothered to do that then? That's ridiculous. Mm -hmm.
1: To lull her to a false sense of security, thinking she was fucking powerful again so she could kill herself or something. They're
2: like, oh, by the way, the end of the last movie was a trap. It wasn't wasn't for realsies.
1: (laughs) God damn it.
0: Yeah, I remember in the last podcast, we were like, I wonder how the Red Queen is going to be this Terminator AI thing. Well, in this movie, she's a good person now because now there's, you know a person behind it there's actually a human but you know the reason why like she had a certain aging disease or something
2: in the dumbest non-twist ever like at the beginning they're like calling her alicia Mm -hmm. and i was like right away it's like oh it's alice it's alice it's alice it's alice and then at the end of the movie they're like oh you are that girl and it's what duh Mm (laughs) <laughs> I was like frustrated because they treated it like it was a surprise and I had just spent the whole movie assuming I was supposed to know that
1: not only that it's like when they brought up the clones in the previous movies it, 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 they kind of uh, I felt like they did somewhat elude or like left it open to her, like you know she could be a clone too maybe I, has, I mean
2: yeah it makes perfect sense
1: she has like weird amnesia and can't fucking remember anything past that that damn shower scene and neither can the people that make these fucking movies. Nope.
0: <laughs> so, what I want to say is that this is the least Resident Evil-ish movie that they ever made.
1: No. It, it, yeah, I agree with you. Alice kills a lot of monsters that look like they belong in StarCraft, not fucking Resident Evil. That's true. Like that they, fucking flying thing in the beginning, it looks like a Mutalisk. If, if you don't play StarCraft, it's it looks basically like
2: that. Mm-hmm. The, wasn't there like a really tiny version of that in five or something or am i imagining things
1: yeah it was like way smaller than that.
2: yeah i just yeah maybe they took it from something at least but i don't remember it looking like that crazy though what's up with the monster she fights um in that that room that it dumps her out of the vent into is that from a game or was that made up i think that was made up
1: yeah I don't... That, a
0: lot of the shit was made up in this film it seems like
2: Okay, yeah, I didn't recognize it. So, I mean, but I'm no expert.
0: And I don't know what it is with Paul W. S. Anderson making everything like it's fucking Mordor, and you know, <laughs> you know that when she goes up and she sees that person, uh, she's like, "I I worked at a junkyard. I, I just learned how to make shit." And I'm like, "Oh, are they going to do some like medieval shit with that?" Wait, nothing came of that. Uh, Kat- she was like, "I need you to I need you to alter this." Yeah, they did, made a catapult.
2: <laughs> Didn't they? Was that it? I guess so, but it, it doesn't does But it you work. can make a catapult out of literally anything. That's the whole point of, like, a trebuchet.
1: They made a catapult, and they rigged up that whole building to have, like, the, the fucking boiling oil-like bullshit. That's I mean, pretty much what
2: they, they did. It did look cool. I'll give them that. It was a cool effect, I guess. It did look, it did look cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Each movie had a different
0: tone of color. Uh... This felt it? this well. This felt like well. This doesn't have really color because it feels like Extinction Part Two,
2: and yeah. it's got the same grading or whatever. It's like well, yellow. The water's gone again.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's all gone. And everything's ruined. I was like, I kind of felt that way too. I'm like, is this re- Extinction? Yeah, I'm starting to get it mixed up now.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that comes out of the water, I don't remember that. I when I first saw that I was like oh shit they bring hunters into this movie no it's not a hunter <laughs> it's like
1: I think I think that thing was supposed to be the zombies from uh, Revelations you know those weird like mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell they're called but the the humanoid enemy in Resident Evil Revelations looks exactly like that that pudgy pasty tff, bloated zombie thing.
0: Yeah, and there was, like, this hybrid of a liquor-slash-tyrant thing that they fought. And what was it with this fucking movie that every gun had to have, like, a triple or double fucking barrel
2: in it? I noticed that, too. Like, the one guy's using the, the two, like, double Colts, and she's got a triple-barreled shotgun, well, but they it... are not they aren't arranged in the proper sequence. They're, like, in a row. Was that a real gun, or was that made up?
1: the the double barrel uh cult. i mean those
2: are real i've seen those before
1: yeah those are real that that triple barreled shotgun thing that's the hydra that's a gun that's in Resident evil 5 and 6 and shit oh
2: well i guess so, good on
1: that. that was like
2: something from the games But yeah the, the double colts they exist but why in the post-apocalypse would someone have two <laughs> 'Cause they found them, I guess. I guess, but it's like, man, <laughs> I, I I hate actually having ammunition. How can I expend it even faster?
1: <laughs> How can I fuck up somebody twice as much?
0: It's just Uh the cast of this I did not really fucking care about. I was like I was like, Oh,
2: Claire's back, cool. I I barely remember her in this movie. I barely remember anyone in this movie. Um the guy who plays Doctor Isaacs did an okay job. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wesker wasn't in it enough.
1: Yeah, he was. And, ba- he barely did anything.
2: And I can't. I can't even name another character. I can't stand. Well, Red Queen. Her face
0: really fucked with me because of the, they like humanized her, because of the story. Yeah. Obviously.
1: You know, they they get to that spot where like, uh, there's like all the survivors and Claire's there, and it's like, they don't tell you anybody's fucking name except the Doc guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Like, the rest of them is just a uh, black guy uh, and the, uh, black
2: British guy, I should say. It was really clear that what they did was they wrote Alice getting into the hive and they wrote all the traps and they said, OK, well, we wrote five traps. So she needs to bring five people with her so they can each die in a trap. <laughs> yeah. that's, it. that's all those characters were. They They didn't they didn't contribute to Alice's story in any meaningful way. They didn't, like, say anything interesting. There wasn't any world building to be done. They were just bodies that could get sucked into a giant fan. That's it. <laughs> that,
0: that that scene I actually kind of liked a little bit. I was like, oh, he's going to reverse the fans. Wesker's going to be smart because that's what Wesker is until pretty yeah. much a door falls on him.
2: And then he turned it off. He turned the fan off. Why?
1: Because he just wanted them to know he could kill them whenever he wanted. <laughs> because he's an egomaniac <laughs> like that. That actually checks out.
2: <laughs> like, they, they talk about the powers, like, going on and off, but, man, it goes on and off at just the, the perfect time. <laughs> like,
1: uh oh, I want to go back real quick, because we're kind of jumping all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know how in the beginning, they, they, again, rewrite a bunch of, like, Resident Evil history, and, you know, Dr. Marcus is, like, total, a totally different character now. Yeah.
2: Yeah, wasn't and, he in the second movie?
1: Uh, yeah, It was a different one.
2: Actually, so... no. That was no. That was an Ashford, which is they they changed. Oh, that Ashford. Movie. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. I yeah. think of that in this movie is like, did they just like retcon that whole character from the second movie?
1: The Ashfords are, are from Code Veronica, and they were a founding member of like the Umbrella Corporation. And then um, the Marcus is another one, and he's like the kind of the main antagonist in Resident Evil Zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like really conf- we did a fucking video about that, but. <clears throat> He's totally different, and then they incorporate the girl that Alice is a clone of into that backstory.
2: <laughs> it's it's weird. She's like, I don't like any of this. I'm always the dissenting opinion. Yet here she is going along with like their weird arc thing where she's in cryo sleep so she can be part of the new world.
0: Yeah, and can, yeah. And can we also talk that every situation Alice in, Alice is in in She's always killing, oh, not killing, obviously. She's uh, causing a lot of problems because Umbrella wants to capture her or kill her. So wherever she goes, and all these people that are in safe environments are dying because of her. Because in this movie, yeah. she leads the the herd with, you know, the Dr. Isaac and their stupid little fucking tanks that they have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Extinction was another. They were flying as a convoy. Obviously, they were losing gas and stuff. But you know, ever since she showed up, that's when they started launching all the 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 powerful zombies and stuff. But everywhere she goes, she's just fucking shit up.
2: But according to this movie, uh, conveniently, all of mankind was going to cease existing at a specific time. Can we talk about how that's the dumbest, stupidest? Also, I'll say dumbest again. the ticking clock element you've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty I, bad. I hate that because she's just like at this time, all life on the planet will cease to exist. And it's like, how do you know that? How did you figure that out? Did you, you read the that. script or like what's that? What's that on the screen what, right beside you? Is that the what's script? What's that on that computer monitor? Is that the script? Are you reading the script? But it's how I know it's supposed to be like. Oh, we use computers to calculate it. I'm using uh, satellites, and this is this is the exact moment when mankind would not be able to hold out any longer uh i I can't wrap my mind around that it's too stupid i don't understand like like so they're like like they're gonna lose the fight that's the last moment because if so that means when she finally like quits screwing around and uses the antivirus because like she stands there for a minute and doesn't and like lets uh isaac sneak up on her so mm-hmm. that he can catch it and they can do that weird dramatic thing. So, if that's the case, then when she used it, there would be like three human beings left on the planet.
1: Yeah, because she fucked around too long.
2: Because yeah, she fucked around too long. So, catharsis. I, uh, that's dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> I don't get It's a dumb clicking, t- ticking clock element. I, I understand the need. Like, that's a really good screenwriting thing to do is like you add drama and a sense of urgency to your characters if you can have a ticking clock thing. But they had to do a better job than that. It had to be like, Oh there's there's a satellite and it's got extra T virus stuff on it. It's going to crash at this time and then mankind won't be able to you know something like that. You got to add another element that I can believe. Why? It's got to be it's got to be that or like um that that's when that that's when uh uh umbrella's going to wake up. That would that might have worked or something like that. It doesn't make sense that she's like oh everyone's going to die. It's just it's going to be at, at 2:30 p.m. tomorrow. I'm sure of it.
0: I think it's highly highly retarded that they made uh, the Red Queen human just so that they could fucking do this dumb bullshit. It's like, oh, y- y- you're Alice. And then obviously you see the older Alice and stuff. And I'm like, it's really dumb. The Trinity
2: of bitches. I was going to say that, yeah. <laughs> that was,
0: actually that was a one. really
2: hacky line. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just... Oh, my God. It's so fucking stupid. Like,
2: you know, uh, I did laugh out loud and I shouldn't have because it's stupid. But I did laugh out loud when she was like, I control half this company. He was like, well, I don't fucking care. And she's like, Wesker, you're fired. And then the door chops. Right the <laughs> I did laugh. I was like, All right, it's pretty fucking funny. Like that that's a bitch way to kill Wesker. Like he should have had like a big triumphant fight. But I, he got a laugh out of me. It was pretty funny. <laughs>
1: At that point in the movie, a lot, of, a few pretty funny things happened, like within a span of a few minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. Like there was that scene where, like, the real Doctor Isaacs—spoiler—the real Doctor Isaacs was in a cryo sleep, and all those <laughs> other weirdo ones were clones mm-hmm. the whole time. Even right. the one that turns into a monster in the third movie, mm-hmm. the weird religious zealot one up at the APC. He's and fun. Then there, yeah, he's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one, but then anyway. She's, like, thinking about how to murder him and, like, all the, like, different ways she can murder him. And then he's, like, none of those are gonna work. And it shows from his perspective how he would, like, fucking totally stop her from murdering him. Yeah, that part's strange. (laughs) It's, like, really funny because it shows all the probability and how he counters her. And then right at the end when it's done... He he just, like, fucking stabs him, yeah. The the, the, the final kill, he's, like, drinking a scotch or some shit all calm and cool. Like, it made me laugh.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were all funny, but at the same time, I was just, like... Coming from Retribution, which, obviously, I liked it because it was batshit crazy, and I was like, I want to see where they go with this. And because they like to retcon everything, they just throw that shit out the window. And when they change everything where Wesker's now a bad guy, it just it's like, oh, Wesker, he's just a conniving backstabber. You, you know him from the video games and, and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I get that. But why the Red Queen? And I and I get it because of the storyline with Alice and everything. But...
2: Was the Red Queen a popular character? Like, was she really famous? Did they... I mean, like, they act like everyone had a hard-on for that you're-all-gonna-die-down-here line. Because they reuse it, like, four times. Yeah. I she uses it. it in this line, or in this movie, too. And, like... I mean, I, I wasn't following these movies when they came out. I didn't really care then. I don't care now. But... Was that was that really famous or something? Was that like "I'll be back" for Resident Evil fans? Or it's very iconic, but okay. I, w- I I wouldn't go as
0: far to be like, man, I really want her to be a good guy. Uh, I think
1: they would. Was... That... Oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, really quickly, I think what probably happened is Retribution came out, and they probably like, wow, this is fucking stupid as fuck. Like the whole White House and <laughs> the dragons coming in to fucking take him
2: out. Yeah, it was a really bad ending. That was awful. I feel like, I mean, I always want to say the screenwriter, but they're all Paul W.S. Anderson. Like he wrote all of these. And again, I still maintain that, you know, he had some help him. He had some ideas. He, he was taking different drugs, different prescription drugs at different times. Maybe I have no idea, but I always want to say the screenwriter didn't leave them enough to work with or left them in a dumb situation, but it's always him. And you can tell he's not thinking, oh, I'm going to make a sixth movie. I need to have a cool cliffhanger. He just goes, hmm, I wonder what would be really cool to put right here. And that's all he thinks. Mm-hmm. He only thinks two scenes ahead. That's how he writes, I believe.
0: The only thing I'll say that was pretty constant was Alice. Like, there was always a mystery behind her. And yeah. it, and I guess, I guess the whole twist of her being that she owns 50% of fucking Umbrella. And she's Al- Alicia w- with that fucking girl and everything, but I just didn't care for it. I thought it was fucking stupid. <laughs> that's all I. Ke- ke- that's all I can keep on saying is that this movie's fucking stupid. It- didn't really do
2: enough with it either. It was just like a mind fuck. Like there's not a moment where she's like using her fingerprint to access a computer because mm-hmm. she owns half of Umbrella or anything like that. She doesn't like exploit like oh the Red queen can't hurt me because I work for fucking Umbrella or something like that. They don't do anything with it. It's just like, oh, it was her all along. And that's that's all they do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think what was good. I mean, the visuals
0: were great. Obviously, the CGI was a lot better in this film than any other Resident
1: Evil, I think. Uh, the visuals were good when you could fucking focus on something
2: and see it clearly <laughs> what's happening. Yeah, this movie has probably the worst camera work of any of the six. I feel Fucking hate every fight scene in this movie because I can't tell what the fuck's going on.
1: I hate the way this entire movie looked the whole runtime.
2: Yeah, it's really dark, and every fight scene is shot both with shaky cam and like cuts, cuts, cut, 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 and you can't tell what's going on. The Everyone would be an establishing yeah. shot, and you'd be like, "Oh, that tank looks really cool. Oh, look, all that gasoline on fire." But most of the fight scenes are just awful, awful to look at, boring, and I hated them. And I couldn't wait for them to end.
1: The editor can suck a bag of fucking dicks.
2: Yeah.
1: I hate this fucking editor who I, I'm going to look up his name right now. His name doobie white. Fuck you. <laughs> fucking okay. Or DB doobie like doobie brothers. <gasps> the doob. But this guy, he doesn't even have like a, you can go to Wikipedia and you can't even click on his name. Apparently he's fucking nobody, <laughs> but like even in, in scenes that weren't fight scenes there was, like, all these really fast cuts, and the camera would always shake and uh-huh. shit, and it, it
2: it was just aggravating the piss out of me. Look, you can't have shaky cam and quick cuts. You can't no. do both. Nobody no one can tell what's going on. It's just like there's two characters in the frame, and then you cut. And now it's the same two characters, and one of them has a leg in the air, and then you cut. And it's the same two characters, and someone goes, ah, uh! and then you cut. And then it's the same two characters. I can't fucking tell what's going on. Just show me a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like
1: that that kind of stuff, that style was already like kind of a big peeve of mine. The shaky cam and fast cuts did, did both of them. And it was like the whole movie was like that. I mean,
2: each each one can work not super well. But honestly, I that started to be one of my compliments for movies is when I see it and there's fight scenes and I can tell what happened. When I'm walking out of the movie, it's like, oh, I can tell what, all, what what was going on in all the fight scenes. You mean like how people used to film fight scenes? Yeah, Clearly. like I, two people fought, and I could tell what happened. Obviously, they hired they hired like a stunt choreographer. They hired maybe stuntmen or something like that. And every time someone fought, I could actually tell what was going on. That's really important. Yeah, but some movies they just don't know. We we'll just get just throw punches at each other. We're going to use seven different cameras and bad lighting, and <sighs> we'll just punch it up and post.
0: Now, oh, now, when you know they said the oh. Um, you're human again and stuff to try to like feel bad for her when she uh, might die at the end Um, is wouldn't you think you would take your life like seriously then if you know that you're human and you could die and I feel like Alice never goes through that because she does all this weird stunts and you would think she would have you know appreciation for her life but she doesn't at all And I get, I mean, I, I mean, maybe you could put that as like, you know, surviving in a way, but there, there is, there are times where I'm just like, well, you didn't really need to do that flip at all. You could have just, you know, shot him or threw a knife at him.
1: I, yeah, I guess. I mean, she said it herself in this movie, my whole life, all I've known is running and killing. So I suppose when you put it that way, what is there to fucking appreciate about your life? (laughs) <laughs> if it's just an endless cycle of ridiculous, stupid violence.
2: She was trying to have fun with it. Okay, I guess. <laughs> I just uh, love killing. I, mean, I just love fucking killing people, man. I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I guess we could talk about the stunt woman that lost her arm at this point.
2: Oh, yeah. I completely forgot about that. Olivia
1: Jackson, I think her name was. The... Is.
0: She's still alive. <laughs> yeah, do we know
1: what scene she lost her arm in? it was one of the motorcycle scenes. Um, there was a couple of them. I think it was the one where, uh, Alice went under a truck or something.
0: Oh, that and... was, that was uh, the car
1: or the car. Yeah. Or something like that. And then like she lost her arm. It was like really bad weather conditions. And, uh, I, I don't think she was comfortable doing it under those conditions anyway. And they kind of talked her into it. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, she like uh, she crashed and her her arm had to be amputated. Like it was still intact, they had to amputate it after the fact. And uh, the company like the told her like, "Oh, don't worry, we're gonna cover all your medical expenses." And then they fucking lied to her and didn't pay goddamn thing.
2: That hmm. was
1: like the fucking bullshit.
2: Who's <laughs> on the line for that? Like, is it the production company or is it? Like, does she, was she, like, a contractor with, like, a stunt company, or... I don't know that that much about that. Like, no. all I know is
1: Paul Anderson talked to her personally, and I, I assume it was part of his production company, but I don't know which one is his, because in this one there's, like, three fucking credits for production companies before the movie starts.
2: This movie had, like, uh, it was eight or nine producers. Which
1: is really fucking
2: weird. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten producers!
1: Yeah, there's like four executive producers and like six regular ones. It's like okay. <laughs> oh, and
0: uh when there was like oh, there's a mole in the group. I'm like it's doc. It has to be, it, it always has to be a love interest of somebody and I'm like oh, he loves Claire, so he must be the mole. Uh, yeah, it it was
2: obvious because he was the only character besides Claire that they gave any any business to. Hey, what
1: happened to Jill and Leon and and Ada? What happened they, to them?
2: They died. Why? They died. When? Zombies. Because zombies.
0: Because <laughs> Red Queen said that uh, you know they they dead. Sorry.
1: You to all Washington D.C. was got wrecked. They 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 dead. It's like when this movie started and it was just like, oh, everything's wrecked, and it's just like, okay, so we don't get to see what happens. It just happened, and we have to accept that. And it's like where where did they go? They're gone too.
0: No, they, 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 they wanted to do this fucking stupid Alice story. And I, I hate to say this. I really hate Mila, Mila Djokovic, however you say her last name. Jovovich.
1: Why do you keep calling her Djokovic? Is it because you think she's a fucking joke?
0: Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I... Maybe it's because of Paul W.S. Anderson. Because i 'cause I'd never seen any other movie with her. I've seen Fifth Element. Then I've seen um, that horrible like movie where there's an owl and shit and something encounter I think it's called. Uh,
1: yeah, it's I think it's just called the Third Kind or something. Yeah, that one. It's the yeah, it's the one where she's like a psychologist in fucking Alaska and there's like abductions or something. I saw that too, and it was like it was uh it was uh yeah all her movies are uh. Like and, I, I don't remember her acting being bad in it. It's just that movie itself was. Uh.
0: Well, she always does this stupid like whispering ASMR fucking acting, where she's just like, I need, I need to, I need to kill the Red Queen or I need to kill Wesker, because uh, I'm a badass.
2: I've talked about it in more than one episode, but I can't stand the fact that her like resting face is where her mouth is just barely open and you can see her top teeth. Like, it it makes her look pretty. It makes her look pretty, but it just looks so unnatural and stupid. And I hate it, and it's really distracting.
1: It's like a modeling shot, that you're doing it, it it in
2: a fucking yeah. movie. She stands in that like three quarters sideways. It's on all the movie posters. Yeah, it's because fucking Paul Henderson knows the, the right angle to get her. It's like, yeah. I guess. Maybe maybe I just have a tiny bit of feminist in me, and I see that. I'm like, I'm fucking stupid. I'm angry. <laughs>
0: every movie that came out with for this fucking uh series was like it, it felt like another movie um armageddon i guess armageddon oh my god apocalypse uh it had a very cyberpunk feel to it a little bit on how like the the, the it was very noir it was dark
1: These, it was dark yeah the first movie was. everything it's good. <laughs> My stool is dark.
0: <laughs> like extinction had a very Mad Max feel. I I felt very Terminator Salvation in this movie, on how the uh, how it looked.
1: Kinda yeah, I, I agree with that. Sure,
2: I've said like every episode that they clearly just wanted to make another movie every time, and they should have just done that.
0: Yeah, it would have probably been a lot fucking better that way yeah but because they had to have alice in there they have to show you know her end story like i didn't give a fuck about what happened to her at the end i was like oh wow you own your own umbrella that's cool or they how... were like
2: oh you got you got this 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 chick's memories good job and i was already like playing on my phone i was like is this movie fucking <laughs> over yet <laughs> i almost fell asleep i like
1: how claire just sat there awkwardly while that was going on and it's like when when it zooms out and it, it's like kind of show it pans out it shows her like taking in all the memories and shit. It looks like Claire's just kind of sitting there looking at nothing. <laughs> She's like, Are, you because she is.
2: Are you done yet?
1: <laughs> well, right.
2: real, real quick as an, as a quick, uh, interesting aside. Uh, I was already on the IMDb page cause I was looking at how many producers were there were and right beneath it was that editor, old doobie doobie white. And I clicked on him to see what else he's done. He uh, was the editor on Polar. Do you remember that Mads Mikkelsen Netflix movie we watched? It was super forgettable, and you probably already forgot about it. Where he's an assassin. Yeah. Oh man, I was gonna watch that movie. Is it bad? We did an episode on it, so I don't listen to it. I guess. You hack. <sighs> <laughs> but uh, he edited that. He also edited uh, Gamer and Jonah Hex, and oh, some other stuff. So he a bunch edited, of shitty uh, movies.
1: Soundgarden music video too. Oh. Well, fuck Doobie. I don't care.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Doobster. You get a thumbs down. At least there was,
0: like, no less clothing of Alice in this one. Even though I would like to see it, but at least they didn't force it in this one.
1: Yeah, she
2: didn't didn't wake up wearing a handkerchief this time. (laughs) Or a tissue paper. Yeah.
0: I'm sick and tired of seeing Umbrella have underground fucking lavatories and layers and shit
2: i mean this is the same one to their benefit (laughs) it looked different by the way yeah It
1: it was a subsection it was the secret real the real fucking uh executives area of the hive
2: i hate to give this movie any credit but uh like i said i kind of like the guy who played dr isaacs i also liked the idea of having that fight scene in that stupid hallway that they they love to jerk off all over oh, the, fucking, yeah, the laser hallway. the laser hallway they yeah. use it in several movies every like movie All oh. and uh, but this time they were like having a fight in it and i thought it was an interesting way to jazz that up like i kind of liked that a little bit and then like a grenade explodes and it just like barely wounds it but I was like what kind of grenade was that that was pathetic was that like one of those firecrackers or <laughs> I mean
1: I mean, real grenades don't fucking explode like how they do in video games and shit they're actually kind of fucking weak
2: I know it but I still feel like it should have murdered him it did murder he died no he came up and then he caught the stupid thing did wait I thought he died there well, no a- then she's she like takes too long to use the stupid no, no, th- and no, she's that's- like stopping it and he catches it and then the other one comes up and he's like, "What? No, I'm the real one." And he stabs him to death, and then he dies. No,
1: no, that was a different Isaac. There was like two other Isaacs outside. Uh, see,
0: this is the clone. The clone shit is dumb.
1: <laughs> there was like apparently there was another one in a whole other APC that was was going there or something.
2: <laughs> oh, I was under the impression that was the one she had just fought. Because remember, it, it shows it from his point of view, and it's like rebooting. Maybe it was him. I don't know. Okay. I don't care. Fuck it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because it was dumb anyway. (laughs) Like, they set
0: up so many situations. Be like, oh, we're doing clones, guys. We have a lot of. Every character you saw in the movie, there's a clone for that one. So that's why they bring back all these characters.
2: Yeah, they had a lot of fun with it in the last movie. And then this one, they're just like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. Where's all the Wesker clones? It's bullshit. Yeah, they, you see you know, that? That's what they should have done. They should have they had, like, a, a big scene where Claire fights Wesker and, like, barely wins, and then, like, a door opens and three more Weskers come in, and she's like, oh, fuck, and then, like, has to oh! fight them. <laughs> that would have been great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's bullshit that, that he gets, his foot gets cut off. And I guess he dies from that.
2: Well, that's fucking lame. He, he dies from a bomb. Remember, she puts the stupid trigger in his hand? She's like, as long as you hold down on this button, you keep Umbrella Streams alive.
1: Well, I guess he, like, passed out or died from
2: blood loss. Oh, yeah, he eventually lets go of it and everything explodes. But
1: that's, like, fucking dumb. He's got the virus bullshit in him. Because, hey, remember in the previous movies where he, like, he died, he allegedly died in an explosion and survived it somehow.
2: Yeah, in the helicopter.
1: Yeah, like, well, he could fucking regenerate. Why can't he just regenerate his foot? True. True. He has powers, and then he didn't get to use them at all. He just got fired. Maybe, he got, tired, maybe, maybe,
0: maybe, he he got, was, maybe he was dumb as fuck. And like when he supposedly, you know, gave human powers back to Alice, he gave human powers back to
2: himself like an idiot. He,
1: oops! He switched the serums. <laughs>
2: he thought he was injecting himself with his daily dose of insulin. He's like, oh fuck! I don't have powers anymore. God damn it! Fucking diabetes. And my blood sugar's too high. (laughs) 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 Fucking (laughs) God. Is this T-Virus or Humalog, God damn it?
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, I wish Wesker was important in this movie. Uh, I wish
2: he did more. I I want a spinoff where he just, like, gets an old IROC-Z Camaro and drives across the (laughs) post apocalyptic America and just, like, hangs out and meets interesting people and, like, you know... He, he, he's on a cane because he's got, like, a fake foot and shit. And he, he meets interesting people. This guy's like, I used to be the governor of some place and something, and he finds water and he, he fights a kung fu master and he just, like, learns about life. It sounds like a pretty good movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Better than every fucking Resident Evil movie we saw. It would be funny, right. like... To have Wesker in like sit- certain situations where you know he's at a restaurant, and they're like, "Here we have like four raviolis with like meat sauce," and just uh, zoom on zoom in on his face, and he's like, "You should have brought more." Just like <laughs> he's like, "I need more
1: syrup for my pancakes. I need total saturation, saturation, <sighs> <sighs> non-sexual breathing." <laughs>
2: All right. Well, we did it. We wrote a better Resident Evil movie. It was really easy. <laughs> so the, like, he's driving around and like he runs into like you know Chris or something, and they like have a little adventure. And like, I don't trust you. And then at the end, they have to like work together to save the orphanage or some shit. I don't know.
1: And then Chris stabs him in the back. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta have that. In your
2: face, fucking Paul W S Anderson. way better than you. Um, All right, that 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 Hangover guy's done directing Joker, right? We can get him to direct this. Yeah. I have a
0: headache with this movie. Uh, I I highly don't recommend this movie to
2: anybody. No, this movie sucks. This movie pissed me off. I almost fell asleep yeah, ten times. I I sat there thinking. I, I just got Dragon Quest for the Switch. And it was, like, in the room. And I kept looking at it and being like, I could be fucking playing Dragon Quest, but i got going to watch this fucking piece of shit for that stupid podcast with those idiots I don't even like. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> Some of that was supposed to remain eternal.
1: <laughs> Are you going to watch Monster Hunter with by Paul W.S. Anderson with Melia Jovovich in Fuck, it? Oh,
2: uh, the same matter. <laughs> The same editor, old Doobie, He's he's doing that. He's working with Paul W S Anderson. Oh my God! You won't be able to watch it. <laughs> it's gonna be like Monster and 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 Monster Hunter, and it's gonna be like jerk. Oh, I don't know what's up. Uh, oh, Raffles is dead. Okay, I, don't, I guess <laughs> they have to fight. I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just
1: get confused and I give up. That's that's the that's the pattern of this movie. I I almost fell asleep a couple times too. Actually, I was like c- kind of hard to, for me to stay awake a few times.
0: Yeah, because they take everything that is good. Like, I, I would have... Like, the scene where she's, you know, uh, driving away from that fucking dragon thing, it would be great to have another licker, like, a big liquor chaser down the thing. I didn't really care for this flying stupid shit. Yeah. Oh... You know, I'm I'm looking at the, the videos right now, and I'm just like, I, mean, I hate it. Because now I see the quick cuts and stuff, and it's really annoying me.
2: Also, I've like, never, like uh, Zach astutely pointed out, that grenade was, like, realistic. Like, grenades don't exactly explode, like, fireball. But in that scene, she uses a claymore. Claymores don't explode in fireballs either. That was stupid. That doesn't make sense.
1: No, claymores just shoot a bunch of bullshit at you, and you get fucked, and you die, pretty much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> doesn't look cool, though. No, all it doesn't. Movie, all movie explosions have to have gasoline in them. Hey, computers explode in movies, too.
1: They just explode. Remember in Die Hard? Your computers are exploding? Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> I'm looking at these tanks right now um, that was used, and you guys remember Metal Gear Solid 4? Yeah. It reminds me of, like, Drebin's
1: shit. <laughs> yeah. I see you. The APCs. This movie reminds me a lot of Metal Gear Solid 4 in some weird ways, like how... There's all this hackneyed, shoved a bunch of shit in from the old shit in there. And then they have like a fight.
2: Disappointment. and It was a disappointment. And it came after better stuff. Except in the case of Metal Gear, that means something.
1: And they had a fight, a a goofy fight somewhere like that. It was contrived, but it was like kind of cool at the same time.
0: (laughs) So I'm guessing we all don't recommend this, right? Correct?
1: Fuck no. I like this one the least out of all of them. And you know what's funny is going into this one. I didn't remember anything about it at all. I only remembered, like, little flashes of the story, which was like, oh, it turns out Alice is a clone of the fucking woman that's on the damn executive council, whatever, she's on the board. And watching it again, I was like, oh, my God, I think I, like, blocked it out of my memory because it pissed me off so much. (laughs) I've never watched a movie that just aggravated me with how it was filmed like that.
2: Yeah, I just like i said this movie just pissed me off the editing pissed me off and not being able to play dragon quest or watch looper or something better pissed me off i think
1: i I think if it was just filmed and edited normally it would not be anywhere near as abrasive
2: yeah i don't i didn't put it in last place just because there's still some fun story stuff i still think like dr isaacs was fun in this movie and in the third movie he's such a non-character they were like like, when they brought him back in this movie, I was like, why'd they bring back that character? He was boring and stupid and useless. But, hey, he's kind of fun. I like the one. I like the fact that the Ones are religious zealot, and I like uh, how over-the-top he is with, like, how he's going to stop her and, drink, and then drink scotch. That, that, that stuff's fun. It had a cool—the uh, fight scene in the laser chamber wasn't the worst. Like, it was shot in a way that I kind of understood what was going on. Because they have to. They have to show you that she's jumping over the lasers and stuff. Um the the CG is the most forgivable in this movie of all of them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I didn't give it last place or anything, but man, this movie's so fucking frustrating. This is the only movie that made me almost fall asleep.
0: I think that's why I put it in last place. Uh I didn't really care for any of the scenes. Uh I thought the like you just said the fight scene was pretty good in the laser, but like Everything else, I just I kind of yelled at my TV a couple of times, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, "Why? What is this? Like, Resident Evil One, the 2002 film, was way more of a Resident Evil movie than this, and that was boring as shit." Yeah. <laughs> the, the first movie.
2: I thought the first one was more boring than Final Chapter.
0: I, I don't know. I, I i found too many times
2: in the first movie where like nothing was really going on and i didn't understand the stakes like they were just trying to get to the red queen and then they were just trying to get out that's kind of that whole movie and there's like a part where there's like a flooded room and i don't know this stupid giant liquor at the end was lame and at least this movie had like i don't know what that monster was in that room with all the pillars but it was was cool looking i guess it was an interesting fight Uh, Mm. i don't know i still give it the edge a little bit as far as being boring the fight scenes look like trash But in between, like, you don't get a cool scene like them dumping burning gasoline on hundreds and hundreds of zombies. You don't get a cool scene like that in the original Resident Evil from 2002.
0: I thought it was silly. I was like, all right, it looks cool, but you didn't have to open up the gates like an idiot for that one. Oh, yeah, that fucking scene. They see one survivor (laughs) running... (laughs) running away from all those zombies and fucking tanks. And Alice is like, open the gates, open
2: the gates. Are really important though. Right. How yeah. many you say there were like 400 or something, 4,000, something yeah, sure. So, yeah, actually, out. Sure. 8 billion.
1: So yeah, actually every human life would be really valuable. At that really point. precious. Just like 4, I know
2: 000. it's stupid. I don't want to cut this movie that much slack, but I, I get it. It's like, you know, a human life is, is insanely valuable. At that point in the story, I I mean, I
0: mean, there was a vagina and there was a dick in there. I mean, they could repopulate.
2: Yeah.
1: I will say this, too, about that whole segment there. Like, I like how she just kind of came into, like, their little survival hovel, and they just gave her command of all of them. Mm -hmm. Like, she's just, like, I mean, I get Claire knows her and she could vouch for her and stuff, but it looks like there's already, like, a command structure in place. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's just like all of a sudden she takes over, tells everybody what to do, and they all listen to her.
2: I also like that that scene almost invalidates the usefulness of firearms because they solve all their problems with gasoline.
1: All the gun sounds in this movie sucked too.
2: Oh, I agree. Oh my god, I've been thinking that through several of these movies. Like, like a, a lot of the pistol, like
1: the pistol sound effects and the fucking the the
2: assault rifles sounded really weak. They all sound like generic plugins for like After Effects or like an audio editing software. Yeah, and the nail gun was stupid. not After Effects. Uh, whatever.
1: Go go buy a pistol. Go out go out back and fire it in the air and see what it sounds like. It won't sound like that
0: go get a nail gun and shoot it at your hand
1: um why do you want our, our listeners to harm themselves
0: because i almost harmed myself watching this movie
1: well um you shouldn't see joker then when it comes out you might go crazy
2: that's probably true we do live in a society
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right andy so where did you rank the final chapter
2: Uh, fourth. Uh, I thought it was definitely better than the first one, and I really struggled with whether I thought it was better than Apocalypse or not, and it might just be because it's not as fresh in my mind, but I remember that stupid Nemesis outfit, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, no, I'll get final chapter the edge, just barely.
0: Actually, I'm gonna make a little adjustment, so, uh, Zach, where did you, actually... Before we get to Zach, so you have Afterlife at 1, Retribution at 2, Extinction at 3, obviously Final Chapter 4, Apocalypse at 5, and then the first movie in last place. Yes. Zach, what about you? Where did you rank the final chapter?
1: I put it in fifth,
2: above the original movie. Oh, so the, here, right at, right at the 11th hour, you and I finally have a deviation from our... From our list, yeah, you like this
1: one a little bit better, Apocalypse. I don't because the th- here's the thing: I can watch Apocalypse and it won't piss me off.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a fair point. Like <laughs> I, I could be easily swayed. Like I, I'm not, I'm not super. That that's the only part that I'm a little shaky on. And really, it was just I had just seen it and I thought it was a more interesting talking point. And again, it has the more forgivable C, uh, CGI, so I, I get that.
1: I had more fun with Apocalypse, and it was it was definitely a lot
2: easier to watch. All right, uh, you so, did a big shift.
0: Yeah, because I actually thought about it because I really loved Retribution, um, because of how crazy it was. Afterlife, I thought it was okay. It was in a good, it was in a good steppings towards Retribution. <laughs>
2: You let your opinion get changed a lot, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. We, all, I, I always, right here in The Love Without You, you do this a lot. I should be a, a tastemaker. I should be a, one of them trendsetters on the YouTubes.
1: Well, you know, Dubs reached the end and he looked back and he just, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I thought I was a little biased on the Apocalypse. The only reason why I like it because of the character Nemesis. Not because he was in a rubber suit. Um, just because I like Nemesis. And I was like, it was pretty a shitty movie, if you think about it.
1: I like Nemesis, but Nemesis is a fucking joke in that movie. <laughs> That's like, uh, yeah, I figured you'd be offended by that.
2: I mean, Nemesis was bad, and that movie was bad, but let's not kid ourselves. All six of these movies are bad. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, it, come to think of it, but Afterlife and Retribution, like, it started getting in a good footing, but not enough to be like, oh, my God, it's amazing.
2: I I mean, I guess. Like, if, the, if, if it was on FXX and I had a few beers, yeah, I could probably sit through Afterlife or Retribution again. If one of my friends was like, I've never seen it, I really want to watch it, I listened to uh, Big Trouble, and I thought, oh, it sounds fun, we should watch it together. I'd be like, yeah, you know what, fine, let's watch it. But mm-hmm. I'm never, for the rest of my life, going to sit down and watch any of these movies ever again for any other reason. Oh, me Honestly, your time is better spent watching hundreds of other movies. I don't recommend any of these flatly. <laughs> if you have to watch one, watch Afterlife or Retribution. I think Afterlife is the better of the two, but Retribution is more fun. So if you're just going to get like smashed and watch one, watch Retribution. If you're going to pay a little bit of attention, eh, watch Afterlife. But otherwise, avoid all these movies. Watch anything else. Well, I was kind
0: of excited to see where who was going to go. Like, Wesker's a good guy. Red Queen's a bad person now. And then they just said, "Fuck that shit. It's dumb. Let me rewrite it." And I got disappointed because I wanted <laughs> we to did see that every movie. I know, but I was hoping because Afterlife and then Retribution that maybe they would continue Retribution, and then there would be a reason why Alice is fighting off the Red Queen. But nah, they had to do some gay shit with like, you know, her being a Red Queen and fifty percent of fucking Umbrella. But anyway, I put. The final chapter at number six because i enjoyed the first Resident evil more than the final chapter that's just my opinion all right before we uh end this episode um did we have any news to talk about because we did talk about joker a lot last uh last episode
1: yeah, there's not there's not much else to say about that. It's it's coming out Friday, I
2: think. Yeah, well Thursday night technically I guess. But Oh I, yeah. The way they do movies now. You can't actually have a midnight. That's too much fun. Oh, it's at seven. <laughs> i I've ranted about that on the show before, so I'm not gonna do it now. I just I'm on record saying I, I don't think I don't think a midnight release should be at seven PM. I feel like a midnight release being the first person to see a movie is something you should have to earn. You should have to go to midnight. I agree
1: with you. Um, did you guys hear about the uh, Chris Cornell documentary Brad Pitt is going to produce?
0: No.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if it's... I just heard about this like an hour or so ago before we were getting ready to record. Um, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a, a movie documentary kind of documentary, kind of like something like uh, Bohemian Rhapsody or whatever, uh, or if it's supposed to be like a legitimate doc, but we'll see.
0: Um, do you guys feel that DC might be turning around, like in a good way? Uh, because Marvel doesn't have, I mean, they have things in the, uh, the planning and stuff, but nothing that has Robert Downey Jr. or...
2: Chris, well, Chris just, because, just because Marvel doesn't have stuff coming up doesn't mean DC's doing better. Like, it's not yin and yang. They could both be doing good, and they could both be doing awful.
0: Well, they got James Gunn bringing in uh, the new Suicide Squad, which, by God, their fucking cast in that was huge. But
1: It's a pretty big cast, actually, like, in terms of, like, the people in it, too. Yeah,
0: because I'm like, wow, that's, um, that's a lot of good actors. But then again, it's DC, and DC just like Marvel likes to put their hands in shit, and sometimes it's more damaging with uh, DC compared to Marvel.
2: I hope that they shoot it to be really dark, but then a movie comes out that reminds them that people like jokes, and then they do a bunch of hasty reshoots and fix it.
1: Mm-hmm. You mean like that Justice League movie? No, I mean like Suicide Squad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, that I mean... Man, that sounds way too cynical of me, and I don't mean to be like that, but I don't. They're just movies by committee, and they're they're so soulless. And um, like I said, I watched this damn, and I liked it, and I haven't seen Wonder Woman yet. But from what I understand, it's decent, and DC has a lot of stuff coming up that people are excited about, and good for them. You know, be excited about movies, but don't just use these comic book movies for like art or anything like that. You're did just you see? A- did you see Aquaman? Oh, no, I forgot about Aquaman. That was
1: that one was pretty good, too. It's a little long. I think it's a little too long for its own good, but it, I thought it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. If someone was like, I got Aquaman, you want to watch it? I'd be like, yeah, give me that.
0: Oh, did you guys mention about WB just saying to reporters, nah, bitch, you can't come to our viewing of Joker?
1: Yeah, I don't blame them either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that
1: shit's getting out of hand.
0: Yeah, because of all the, the incel thing and all that crap and about the possibility. People are
1: like fucking cause like this weird hysteria and there's like this bullshit where they're saying like the the military somewhere is on high alert for incels (laughs) fucking saying that out loud is like ridiculous
2: i guarantee that there are lots of uh writers who have like pre-written their thoughts about joker either on paper or in their head before they've even seen it based on that kind of stuff
1: Mm. yeah yeah like it's I don't know. Just see the goddamn movie. Quit, quit doing this bullshit. It's, got, it's not, it's not fair.
0: You guys want to hear a conspiracy theory that's going around? That be- uh,
2: okay? Oh, Stanley Kubrick shot the moon landing. I've heard that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, uh, it, it involves the Joker movie. Apparently, Disney is paying these journalists to do these stories to kind of bring down the Joker in some way. And uh, because because of the whole Spider Man, uh, which by the way that uh, it's pretty interesting what's going on with Spider Man as well.
2: Oh yeah, that's worth talking about, I guess.
0: But yeah, uh, Spider
2: Man is back. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. one more. For some reason, I never like doubted it.
0: But would you would you think uh, Disney would do that to for, as com- com- why would you do DC hasn't been on a role as Marvel or Star Wars in any way. Why would they want to hurt? something like the joker
2: i think that if you believe that they are doing that and honestly if you do i'm not gonna debate you i think it's possible that that sounds pretty reasonable but if you believe that then guess what they're doing that for everything else too i I actually just this movie i I think that there is all kinds of uh propaganda and anti-propaganda from studios based around uh, cornerstone products like this all the time
1: did, didn't we bring that up last episode? Though we were talking about uh, people's reactions to George Lucas and stuff changing, and like how they view the previous three movies and stuff, and how there was stuff about like Disney was like, "Hey, you know, put
2: some put some good press out." Like, yeah, I mean, it's a fact. Disney has bloggers, YouTubers in their pocket. That's a hundred percent a fact.
1: They, they've done that kind of thing before, so it's really
2: not out of the realm of possibility. There was famously some guy was like pissed off that they didn't invite him to go to the the um uh what's the Star Wars area of Disney. Galaxy's Edge or what Galaxy's Edge. He didn't oh. get invited to that and he was all like bitching about it on collider. his show. collider. And and he more or less like said that. Like he'd been pimping all this Disney stuff that he didn't even necessarily care for just because he wanted to get stuff from Disney. Oh. Yeah, that's that's total slime ball move. You're you're a disreputable and unethical garbage man.
0: Yeah, let's bring that up for, for a second, and we could dive into, like, people that do video games. Uh, when people get review copies or get uh, invited to— All games, right, let's like, not get into games. this Gamergate shit. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they get, like, review copies or you get invited to, like, previews and stuff. They're, yeah, like, they're they're always going to be positive. They're never going to be negative or at least constructive criticism in any part because they want to get invited to more of these things. So Yeah, I, and
2: not just that. I feel like being given free stuff and getting to go to a press event calls your opinion. Like I've gone to like, you know, conventions and stuff, and I've always looked more favorably on stuff that like, oh, I got I got to look at that. I got to play that first. I got they gave me some free merchandise for this. And then when I see it in the store, Like, it draws my attention because I already, oh, I got that free thing when I was at Wizard World or something like that. And it's real minor, but it still obviously exists.
0: Mm -hmm. Because you see it a lot in gaming where, you know, you're in this EA club thing that they have for, like, YouTubers, and, you know, if you say one thing that is negative, like oh, I didn't like this gun, or I didn't like this certain part because they could have done this in the game. And they, the next day, you don't see yourself in the program anymore because they don't want that press, and it's stupid as hell. And you can't really trust any YouTubers or people that go to movies and play these video games because they're not telling the truth because they want the free shit. It's dumb.
1: The hobbyist press... In relation to the hobby, is has become a little too incestuous. Mm-hmm.
0: You can't trust any anybody anymore. You literally have to watch a lot of people to like filter out the bullshit until you get a person that actually uh, does things. Like I watch uh, ACG Review Guy because he actually buys the games and stuff and actually reviews it. But, and then there's also another guy named Chris Stuckerman, uh, who does movie reviews on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I've seen a few of his videos. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but, but I I had to go through a lot of shit in order to find those people. Yeah,
1: I just kind of stumbled upon him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it, it's retarded. It's like nothing. Everybody's fake. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. Their favorite... Except for
2: us. When we judge movies, it's based on merit, and we're all um, super thorough and ethical and handsome.
0: Well, I kind of want to go back. Hey. I kind of want to go back. I... Sorry for cutting you off, Zach, but I kind of want to go back and search YouTube to see people reviewing Resident Evil and what they said when it first came out. and see. Oh, if, my God. And see if they were <laughs> biased. We we're like, oh, this is pretty cool.
2: Oh, I love it! Oh my gosh, it's the best movie I've ever seen. What's hyperbole mean?
0: Hyperbole. <laughs> what Hyper were you gonna say,
1: Zach? I was just, I was just gonna do a, I was just gonna fucking do a gag, but I was really, I was, I guess I could still do it. It's just like, what the, what the fuck do I have to gain from all this? I'm not in this to get fucking internet famous to make a bunch of money because I don't fucking care. Shit's my unvarnished, and untouched opinion by me. <laughs> that that's all it is. And I'll tell you my fucking opinion. Don't don't, ask anybody.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nothing else in the news, by the way. Uh, Apparently, Dwayne Johnson and Vin Diesel are not mad at each other anymore. Kevin Smith announces Clerks 3 with Original cast. (sighs) What was the side? That
2: was me. I'm sorry. I do not want to see Clerks 3. no it's man uh, do we have to talk about kevin smith
1: <laughs> yeah, i
2: should have yeah. just muted myself no
1: Andy, <laughs> i want to hear you talk about kevin smith
2: now man <laughs> i respect kevin smith so fucking much like he al- he almost ruined his life to make clerks. like he was like taking out a bunch of like loans or credit cards or something like double mortgaged as hell so or- i can't remember the exact story but it's something along those lines and clerks is a great movie i i'd venture to say it could be a masterpiece like i love clerks mm. and dogma's great and jane Solomon bob strike back is great mall Rats is great uh chasing amy's pretty good but like as his career has gone on i keep like like cringing a little bit and going oh is that that's what you're doing and you know, um once he got away from like big studio things it helped a lot because he did uh tusk and yoga hosers Mm -hmm. and i respect those a lot more but like clerks 2 was like just so soulless i I didn't like clerks 2 very much and i'm afraid clerks 3 is going to be more the same
1: i feel like kevin smith's kind of become a shill in his old age
2: Yeah, I mean, he's got like a show on AMC about comic books. And it just, it just, it does really seem like he's like, look at me. I'm in pop culture now. I like to wear hockey jerseys and be in every, every nerd, all nerds like me. And I'm not saying I hate the guy. I'm not, I'm not trying to be like a Kevin Smith hipster or anything. Like I said, I respect him a lot. And he's made a lot of movies that I love. Capital L. But it's just, when I hear he's making a sequel to one of his movies, I'm always like, man, really? You know what you, works.
1: You know what Kevin Smith did. What? He Metallica'd. He he
2: Metallica'd. That's there, he, you, that's that's a that's a great way to put it. It's exactly it's not hard, work. But I get what you're saying.
1: Uh, it's uh, yeah. It does. It's not gonna be uh, pretty. But that's the only thing I can think of is comparison I can make is like it's like Metallica. Metallica did a bunch of awesome shit, and then they sold out.
2: Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't like Metallica's new stuff, but I still respect them in the same way because of what they did. But how are I, you I watched, that? I watched some kind of monster, and it was like, man, this is bizarre. But yeah, I still respect him, and I, you know, I'll listen to some of that good old fashioned thrash metal, Metallica from back in the day, any day.
0: Yes. So, but how are you going to do Clerks three in this culture? Like, if I remember correctly, in Clerks two, uh, I think it was Randy or something. He kept on talking about Porch Monkeys. Randall. <laughs> Randall. <laughs> yeah, like. How are you going to make Click three that is not going to be edgy in any possible way?
2: I mean, he probably won't. Kevin Smith is like, he's he's pretty he's pretty left. I mean, I I don't know if he's a SJW or anything like that, but I don't know. I think he can still be funny. I, I think he's got it in him. I I'll I'll try to be optimistic just because he has made great movies in the past. But I think it's been a little bit since he made like a mm, masterpiece. I don't think he's like. He has the As- Asku universe. Is that what it's called? The, the place where all of his movies originally took place, and all that stuff was pretty good. But was, I don't know. He, I don't know if he's the auteur that most nerds think he is. Since sometimes he
0: usually like when he runs out of ideas, like the thing he goes to is like, "Oh, got to go back to the Jay and Silent Bob universe in some way or fashion."
2: Who knows? But, uh, I, like his, I like his stand-up stuff a lot. It's not even really stand-up. It's just him talking to, like, a bunch of college students. I love his podcasts.
0: I think his podcasts are great.
2: So, we agree. We like him. It's just, in my
0: opinion, oh, come on, Kevin Smith. Don't make Clerks 3. Do something new. But then again, I say that for everything, so whatever. Uh, I, guess, I guess it's the
2: only way we'll get more Jason Mewes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: There is no other uh, news besides like J.J. Abrams saying, yeah, Kylo Ren fixed his mask. But who cares?
1: We fucking saw that in the trailer. Yeah, what that was fuck? in the trailer. I don't care. Why are people bringing this shit up
2: like three weeks, for the fucking two months after the trailer? I saw a bunch of clickbaity bullshit on Facebook today about uh, they revealed why the Emperor's in the new movie. Every Star Wars fan has to read this. And whenever it has a clickbaity thing like that, I never click it on principle, but I'm sure yeah. it's the same kind of bullshit. I'm sure it's really stupid. I'll just I'm just gonna see the movie in December, okay? Leave me alone. Did you guys know that Kylo Ren used to have a mask,
1: and he welds it back together? Do you know what that means? That means he's conflicted.
2: You guys he's- see, they announced all the new toys, and we got we got <laughs> our first good look at the Knights of Ren. Did you know there's there's new there's new uh Mandalorian uh Lego toys? And if you look at them, you can clearly see uh, the the new minifigures. One of them's wearing a red cape, and. uh uh oh, i love i love obsessing over tiny little details about uh, wars <laughs> for no reason other than people on the internet think it's really important so i feel important when i bring it up on facebook and on twitter and on reddit and on instagram and in linkedin they don't like it on linkedin very much like subscribe follow like subscribe and follow me share me with your friends and your grandmothers <laughs> to
0: send home and work addresses, what the notification
1: i've sent to the
2: alexa app on your phone <laughs> alexa thinks i was talking to her
0: What a bitch. (laughs) All right. On that note, I think we'll end this episode. Uh, Next episode, we will be doing the great debate, which is not really a great debate of Resident Evil. Uh, I kind of just want to get through it.
2: (laughs) Does that need to have its own episode? I think we could blast it out right now.
1: I I thought, yeah, I thought we said we were just going to do it within this episode because we agreed we probably aren't going to talk about that much.
2: I know I'm doing a hardcore backpedal because last week I like, you know, uh jumped all over you about wanting to do both things in one episode but as far as uh the the big debate and the next reveal goes i really don't think we can get a full episode out of it unless we'd have saved the news which we didn't do so here we are all right so this is a
1: super this is a super sized
0: episode super cena there we go Had to put S- wrestling yeah. in there
2: yeah super cena <laughs> so afterlife is number one right
0: yeah i guess because i'm the only one that is against it
2: I mean, if you've got an argument, I'll hear it. So
1: is this how we're just just going right into it? There's not like a fucking decor that we have to follow here or anything?
0: No, because now since we have three people, you and uh, Andy have Afterlife at number one. I really don't have a uh, good argument. I just like that it was wacky as fuck and it got me interested on why Wesker was good and why Red Queen is back and... uh, kind of wish that they made a second retribution like a a continuing
2: continuous story of that but every movie was different well we can agree that retribution is second then because you have it as number one and zach and i have it as number two so Mm -hmm. yeah Um, i I like
0: it too so now it's extinction versus apocalypse it seems like
2: look uh my best argument for extinction is you gotta admit the the stunt work in the prologue was pretty badass
1: Mm-hmm. I liked a <laughs> lot of the, I like the lot of the action. Uh,
0: I'm going to have to agree. <laughs> There's really no debate because uh, the director was actually good. Didn't he do uh, Highlander or something
1: uh, like that? Yeah, he did legitimate movies at some point.
2: <laughs> Wait, no, I'm confusing. I was thinking about the prologue to Afterlife. How does Extinction start? Extinction <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't remember how it starts now.
0: The extinction started yeah. with Alice explaining things again, where she was like, the T-virus pretty much yeah,
1: but after ate,
2: that, ate the water. Well, um, I
1: think she was just riding around in the desert, scavenging and shit. And then, like, these weird, crazy apocalypse people. That's right. Her. They
2: tried to lock her down where they're with those dogs. That part was actually kind of stupid. But um, I don't know. You still got that cool sniper guy I like. Uh, there's some decent stunt work in it. There's some cool moments.
1: Claire's in it carlos dies and it's cool
2: and uh, uh, the floor is open i guess yeah um
0: mm-hmm. uh, i'm gonna have to... What's your argument uh my argument is uh, apocalypse uh is dumb so i agree with you guys extinction number three
2: <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> <laughs> i fucking hate these movies uh so
2: what are we putting at number four Because I've got the final chapter, but you guys both have it lower than I do. So I don't know if I'm going to win that fight. It's starting to look like Apocalypse. Dubs has got it at 3 zach Zack's got it at four. I think the
0: most Resident Evil movie, I would have to say, is Apocalypse compared to the first movie.
2: That is a fact. That is an undisputed fact. Yeah, Yeah. no, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I'll give it the edge based solely on that, if nothing else. And honestly um so we can put that at four that's apocalypse Mm -hmm. number five um i man all right dubs i'm ready to hear your argument but i really think that the final chapter is better than the first movie again it comes
0: down to theme of a resident evil movie and it's far superior in that genre of being a resident evil movie which one did you have more fun watching oh god fuck you
1: uh <laughs> That's not making sense
0: <laughs> final chapter i did have fun when i was awake
1: uh, <laughs> ouch zach what do you think uh i it there's more goofy shit in final chapter that amuses me yeah it, whereas resident evil the first resident evil movie is so fucking dull yeah. Just in comparison to all of these, it's so boring.
2: For me, that's the most memorable thing about the first movie is gray and black and corridors. and in, in in Wearing laser. gray and black and doing nothing.
1: In the laser hallway, and
2: you're yeah. all going to die down here. That's the whole fucking movie. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, there is something to be said, and we've brought this up for Planet of the Apes and Star Trek. There's something to be said for the first movie. It started it all. It it was the movie. You know, Without Resident Evil... The final chapter apocalypse extinction retribution and afterlife wouldn't exist yeah because so
0: uh... you wouldn't have the fascination about the red queen because the red queen was in resident Evil one where it's like you're gonna die down here and they had to overuse that in some way uh what were they in in the final chapter was all about getting the antivirus where a small vial apparently when you throw it on the ground, it's spreaded through the whole earth in like a day or something. Um, Rats. There was no really, a, like every movie had some type of escape, right? Correct. If if I'm correcting about that. Like,
1: it, Yeah. There's always a close call with um, almost something almost explodes or I almost explode or it's an action movie. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, that's fine.
0: Because yeah, apocalypse, they, apocalypse, they had to get away from raccoon because a nuke was coming. Uh, Resident Evil Two, they had to get away because the Red Queen was pretty much murdering everybody in the hive, so they had to escape that. Extinction, um,
2: they had to get to Alaska.
0: Yeah, they had to get to Alaska because that's where, you know, people were uh, not infected.
2: Afterlife, they got to get out of the prison. Yep. <laughs> retribution they got to get out of the base
0: yep and then the final chapter is pretty much get out of the hive again and throw the vial on the ground yeah what were you typing zach
1: (laughs) i was trying to keep my thoughts in my head while you guys were talking That that way i wouldn't forget what i was gonna say
0: all right what were you gonna say
1: um i was gonna say like so i do have something uh To put forward about the first movie. Yeah, it's the first movie that started all this and everything. But to me, it also represents the biggest missed opportunity of this whole ordeal.
2: That they did. Like the Resident Evil movie about Resident Evil characters?
1: Yes. They went so far off into the weeds and they had a ready made story. They didn't have to go out of their way to do all this bullshit. They could have just, you know, translated it to the screen and made a few, you know, tweaks they'd I'm have a, to punch I'm, it up sure yeah i'm always the guy that says it doesn't have to be an exact adaptation but goddamn they didn't do anything like it
2: right <laughs> i mean if anything the movie set a poor precedent like you know star trek promotion picture set the precedent that oh we're gonna have fun sci-fi adventures in space and there's gonna be a bunch of movies and there was already a tv show resident mm-hmm. evil set the precedent uh fuck those games we're just gonna do zombie action stuff
1: So, if anything, the first Resident Evil movie is patient zero of how fucked this whole idea is. That's
2: true. I mean, they they tried to course correct by adding, you know, Chris, Leon, Claire, Ada, whoever. It's too late.
1: Too late.
0: Yep. I mean, they added Claire in the final chapter, but was she really there?
2: Fuck no. She's just like,
1: look, it's her again.
0: The
2: The actress dared to come back. That was it. She signed a contract, and they're like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess she's at the tower, and stuff
1: she shot some zombies and blew up a fucking cage so she could get out that was like the biggest thing she did
0: she looked younger than what she looked like in the
2: other movies well maybe she just ages better (laughs) so was that an argument to put the first movie at the bottom yeah i i would
1: prefer that it's at the bottom because it's it's like I said it's patient zero of how fuck this whole thing is
2: I mean, I, mean I, I already got it at the bottom as well I agree I think it's the most boring and yeah that's that's even more to add fuel and fire
0: So final chapter number five and then Re E at number six All yeah. right so the final list here guys uh, number one afterlife number two retribution number three extinction number four apocalypse. Uh, number five, final chapter. And number six, the OG <laughs> 2002 movie. Oh my god, all these fucking names are stupid as shit.
1: Now, are we going to watch the CGI films? No. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no,
2: I'll get on YouTube and watch like a compilation of all the cutscenes from the video games before I, I delve into that. That's
1: a way better way to spend your time, anyway. Especially yeah. if you're
2: talking about the first game shit. <laughs> oh, you know, no. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll watch other fucking movies. There you go. Hey, there speaking of go. which, what am I gonna watch in October? Uh, we're gonna have our first annual. What are we calling it? Flicks or treat? Flick treat, trick or ho- hollow, hollow film. Uh. Spookmas. Spook time. Spookmas. Spook spooky movie watch. Uh, big trouble and little podcast official spooky movie watch trick or treat Halloween bangarang. Three thousand. Oh, electric
1: Boogaloo. <laughs>
0: so we are uh, all three of us and are knuckles. Gonna...
1: <laughs> <And knuckles. laughs>
0: All three of us are gonna pick a movie and we're gonna watch it. And I think we'll rank it two out of three. So oh. um Zach I picked Videodrome uh, by David Cronenberg. Andy picked Night of the Comet, and I picked George Romero's The Crazies. Uh, They're all old flicks, and I believe some of them are on streaming sites. So Videodrome and The Crazies are on Amazon. Night of the Comet is on Tubi. (laughs)
2: VideoDrome you might have to actually rent if you have the Criterion Channel. I think they added it this month. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's coming.
0: But What we will be watching next week is VideoDrome. So remember to watch the movie.
2: Come back. Go here. go get your Betamax out of the shed. Hook that sucker up. You're gonna need it for VideoDrome. Yep. So, hang on a
1: second. Did you the movies you guys picked? Have you seen them before?
0: No, I haven't seen The Crazies.
1: Okay, so you, you've seen none of these movies then? Correct. Okay, so you're like me. I've seen none of these movies either, even the one that I picked.
2: I, I fucked up. I've seen Night of the comets.
1: <laughs> oh, that doesn't matter. I was just trying to use that as an angle of entry. Like, I've seen none of these movies. Gotcha. I'm, in Vir- I'm in virgin territory.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this, these are the movies in Videodrome. We're going to watch it, come back here, and talk about it. Hopefully, we'll have a better talk. Uh, instead of just shitting on all the movies like we did in Resident Evil, so maybe we'll. Have I'd say
1: I'd say this is probably a surefire bet that this is all going to go way better. Cool. Yeah. Because
0: <laughs> I I don't want to watch Resident Evil movies ever again. Which, this was your idea. Yeah, I know. But which, by the way, uh, they are rebooting the Resident Evil movie franchise thing and I don't, I don't know who they're, do, who they're doing it with, and I hope it's not Paul W.S. Anderson.
2: <laughs> no, actually, I'm always like, you know, I'm like, oh, Resident Evil movies, they suck, boo. And then I'm also like, uh, oh, they're rebooting stuff, boo. But honestly, they always reboot stuff that's already good. You know, I don't need to see... Like Back to the Future. Ghostbusters, back, you know, Back to the Future, you know, stuff like that. They're already good. The Resident Evil movies suck. Maybe if they reboot them, they'll make them good? Maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, this is an example of why don't you guys do it to something that actually could use it. And this yeah. is a, this is an example of that.
2: Yeah, I guess I'll 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 wait and see. It's
0: like the Doom movie with the Rock. and Now they're doing another Doom movie, and it looks even worse than the Rock. Movie. Yeah,
1: apparently, apparently it fucking sucked. And they, I heard like the biggest sin they committed was that they, they talked about the Doom guy, like they, they revealed his identity and shit, and he was killed off screen in the movie. <laughs> what? yeah and people are fucking pissed and i don't blame him because that's you can't kill him that is literally man too angry to die he can't be killed
0: (laughs) i love it they always fuck up so
1: clueless like it's just stupid oh i love it it. it's fucking
0: awful all right well until next time everybody have a good night see you later
1: thanks for fuck off